Tim Berg here, co-host of the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. Just wanted to share something before we get to the podcast here. This interview with M. Leno was recorded a few weeks ago, hence why we do not bring up the coronavirus pandemic or any of the bowling news that's been associated with that. So we had a chance to catch up with him. Actually, it was um, when the World Series was going on. So I did just want to bring that to everyone's attention as the podcast begins here you'll hear us talk about that and some of the other stuff going on with Ablato but again we don't mention anything regarding the coronavirus pandemic so enjoy the interview Storm Bowling Products the Bowlers Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Ambleto Monticelli. Ambleto has 20 PBA titles, including one career major. He also has eight PBA 50 titles, including four majors. Ambleto, it's Tim Berg and Coach K, Steve Klemkin. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me. Okay, well, let's get right into the, the latest news. You're a very busy guy, but we want to begin with what you're doing on the side of collegiate bowling. It was announced not too long ago that you are going to be helping out your good friend Bob Learn Jr. at Martin Methodist College. So why don't you explain what you're going to be doing with the team and how you're going to be helping them out? Oh, well, uh, Bob needs a lot of help over there, especially with the women. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be the coach for the women. And... Um, and he's going to be coaching the guys varsity and junior varsity. So mm. uh, that's what I'm going to do, basically. Uh, they, they have, like, I don't know if they have, like, eight tournaments instead of 12. I think the women have a little less. Uh, but we're going to be busy working with them, you know. Most of them uh, need a lot of help, and uh, that's what I'm going to do uh, for them, trying to help them as much as I can. What, do you, what kind of help do you think they're going to uh, be able to get the most from you, Amleta? Do you think it's going to be physical help or strategy, like playing lanes or communication, or what, what kind of stuff do you anticipate? Well, uh, it's going to be a lot of everything. Uh, more, probably, I believe more in the physical part of the game. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, like help them, especially in uh, some physical activities, to make them a little more flexible uh, instead of being so rigid. Uh, that's going to be my, and, and try to be, uh, make them, uh, their legs a lot stronger, which is what we need in bowling and most of the sports. Um, and then after that, the physical part, you know, then the lane play ball motion comes through uh, with a lot of help trying to figure out what, you know, according to the speed rate of each one, you know, what they need exactly for different type of conditions. Um, mm. And after that, the mental part, the side of the mental part, because, you know, when you're practicing and doing the right thing and you're comfortable and, uh, and you know that uh, you're, doing, you're doing everything the way you want to, but when th that light comes on and the tournament starts, all of a sudden your mind starts, you know, becoming a little more anxious, uh, wishing uh, to, you know, to do well. And, and, and my, my key is going to be try to keep them focusing on the process and forget about results. Uh, think more about the 
here and now and, and more the mental game. More the mental game is going to be the, the number one thing after they, they can get stronger in the other part that I just mentioned. Yeah, so that that um, I'd like you to talk uh, and expand a little bit on your relationship with Bob Learn Jr. because that's one that was developed over your guys' time when you were bowling out on the PBA Tour and then the PBA 50 Tour. But talk about that relationship that you guys have and how, even though you'll be you know he, you'll be coaching the women, he'll be coaching the men. You guys do still complement and work together with the team in general and how you guys are going to be able to handle that. Yes, well, besides, you know, uh, I met Bob when we, I was 21 years old. Uh, we became good friends from the beginning of uh, our career. Uh, Bob was like, uh, he was like uh, really my my big help because I was, uh, besides being very young, uh, I didn't have a lot of knowledge in English. Uh, so he helped me a lot with that, uh, try to meet people. Uh, becoming more a little more comfortable, you know, on those tough times, um, and we became really good friends. I mean, overall, I mean, he's like my brother, uh, and I know he feels the same way. And uh, when uh, after, you know, he I think he left for like ten years on the tour, but he always, we always stay friends. Uh, we always connect. We always saw each other. We talk. Uh, and right now, uh, in this part of our, you know, life. Uh, b- besides that, I started coaching in 2004 in Venezuela with the with the kids uh, in the boarding center and uh, in the youth. Um, but I started learning a lot from him. He helped me a lot in that. And for, uh, luckily, uh, in the way we work, uh, he would tell me, "Okay, what did you see? This person needs work on, right?" And uh, luckily, mm-hmm. most of the time, uh, the things that I saw, he saw. And uh, it, we connect that way. So um, I'm a little more uh, I'm, I'm a little more enthusiastic about the mental part of the game. Uh, I believe that's the key to to actually perform even at times when your game is not at the at the at the best. I think when you can stay stronger mentally, um, I, I believe you can overcome those things. So I'm, I'm really focusing on the physical part outside the lanes and on the mental part also. Uh, a lot more than most of the people uh, like to. Uh, and to me, is the number one key. You know, when they talk about Jason Belmonte, how great he's bowling, um, immediately uh, sharing with him stuff, I can I can see that he's working with a psychologist, and you can tell the way he talks uh, when I talk to him. And you know, besides that, he's got a great game and, and he knows what to do. But the mental part is always going to be the number one number one thing especially at that at that level now bob learn was recently uh you know announced he's going to be inducted into the usbc hall of fame and you're already in the usbc hall of fame and the pba hall of fame and let us so did did he hit you up for any either advice or tips for for the speech or are, are you gonna did we was he pretty excited were you pretty excited to hear when he was announced that he was going to the hall of fame oh my god yes of course i was i, I probably <laughs> was the first one to congratulate him uh, I don't know about mm. if I can help him on the speech I think he's going to do well with that uh, probably better than what I did um, but yes I mean he's really excited he's well deserved uh, besides a great bowler great guy and overall you know just a great great person so it sounds like I could hear in your voice that you you, you still obviously you want to bowl well and you're still competing on the PBA 50 tour but now you want to give back to the sport 
and it sounds like that's where y- your satisfaction is going to be coming from is helping these these young women at the team there and and just helping through that way to to gain other people to gain knowledge that you've accumulated through the years yes um I'm I'm really uh, I really love bowling overall in in every phase of my life in bowling, uh, bowling on the lanes with the kids, uh, which I actually did last week and and try to learn from them because it's a different game. Uh, even though physically I feel great, but there are things that I needed that I know that I need to work on in order to actually try to do a little better than what I did. Um, I can see that the passion is the number one thing that you need to have to what you do and passion without passion uh, it, it is impossible to do it the right way uh, when i talk about passion i really have a lot of passion for for coaching i've been doing it for a long time now probably six, 15 years and uh, i do it with people you know just you know they send me videos and i'm not charged whatsoever i just try to help them you know i get that, that is the biggest satisfaction when you see somebody like getting much better and better and better and for me, that uh, is very important. And then now taking this responsibility with the college is going to be even more. You know, and, I mean, the, the, I don't even have to think about trying because I know I will. I probably do more than what I need to, but it's just because I love bowling and uh, now I'm loving uh, coaching a lot too. Who who was your coach growing up, Amleto? Well, believe it or not, and when I tell people the story, I I didn't have a coach. Uh, I developed my game. Uh, the, the first uh, couple of years, my dad helped me with the basic, you know, five step, four step, and push away, which that's what we used to do back in the 70s, you know, push away, which mm-hmm. we don't do that anymore. Um, but he was big. And then I just bowl and bowl and bowl and practice and watch videos that they would send me from the PBA shows early 70s when Mark Rob was on TV almost every week and Marshall Holman and I would watch them and try to simulate things here and there and see how they do things for the temping and how they you know how they release the ball and I just practice and practice I practically was pretty much by myself so when I came on the tour I felt like wow I need to learn a lot more <laughs> I thought I knew a little bit I didn't know anything so and then being on the tour you know that's uh, week after week, beating my head to the, against the wall because it was tough times the first couple of years. Even though I make the show in the first year, but I guess I have something unique that nobody nobody did back then, and I work hard on it. And 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 like I said, to me, uh, the strength uh, to overcome my physical game was my mind. I work a lot mentally. Uh, I was really reading a lot of from you know zen and, and how to keep yourself in the in the here and now and uh, try not to wish anything because that's when you start you know getting too anxious and, and, and you know and it just gets you out of what you really need to do and, and work on your process and, and I work all the time until you know I did what I did one of, one of the other things I've really admired about you over the years Amleto has been your uh, ability is, I don't know if it's uh, where it stems from. Yeah, something you can kind of help me with a little bit, but your physical fitness has always just been tremendous. I mean, as far as physical shape, uh, diet and exercise, it seems like has always been a really important part of your life. And I don't know how much of that you attribute your success in your career to. Oh, wow. Of course I do. That's, uh, I believe that I, I don't think I could throw the bowling ball like I'm throwing it right now. Actually, um, uh, 
sometimes I have some hip injury, not injury, but you know, just the feeling is hurt, and and you need to do some stuff, and and I tell my my physical therapist, which now I know exactly what to do anytime. Sometimes things come around when I don't feel 100%, and I know you know what I need to do to to make it better. And I try to say, how come I'm getting hurt and I'm working out and I'm doing everything you tell me and I've been doing it for years. And he said one thing that, it, you know, it kept in my mind. Okay, you are 58 years old, but you're throwing the bowling ball like at 35 years old. So if you do that, of course you're going to get hurt. The people that are 58, they throw the ball like at 58. It's not the same. So you're using mm. your legs, you're using your muscles. That's why you're going to get hurt more than uh, other people. Uh, so I, I'm not finally understood. And what I'm trying to do now is just all the, the stretching that I need to do to prevent what I normally get. I'm doing it like in the morning when I get up, after working out, and after bowling. I mean, constantly. Mm. There, is, uh, there is no time. And now I'm feeling a lot better. I feel like that. Uh, way better so wonderful and it is it is the key there is no other way to to perform at that level without working out i don't know how many guys how guys done it through the years without doing it and, and it's, it's to me it's impossible to me it's, it's absolutely impossible well and one of the other things you mentioned marshall homan and previously and and you and marshall it was just named not too long ago you guys each were were announced to be the owners in, in the pba league you guys each have a team you have a, a, the vegas team marshall has uh, the milwaukee franchise so what sort of preparations are you making got the draft coming up here in a few weeks on uh, at south point but what sort of preparations are you making for that and and um and how exciting is that for you to be part of the pba league portland maine have have you ever been there because that just seems like a a crazy atmosphere to be a part of something like that yeah, yeah. Um, I've been there about three times. I was in, in teams before, Dallas Strikers and another one somewhere in there. Uh, and uh, it is exciting. It is really exciting uh, for me to to be at the draft. Uh, I have When you talk about preparation, uh, I don't know if you mean by, you know, wh- who I'm going to choose or you're talking about more about the strategy, uh, trying to, co- you know, help these guys on the lanes. Uh, the, the, like the, have you had your eyes on any guys? You said you were just, you're just out there competing. Yes. Do you have anyone that you're, you're maybe been, been watching and, and hoping they'll maybe end up in, where you can draft them sort of thing? Yes. Uh, I've been watching actually last week when I was in Indianapolis, I was watching, uh, a lot of people. Uh, but at the same time, most of them, uh, you know, I don't know what, you know, I think they're taking the top 75 for the draft, which is good because they, I think that. It used to be 50. That's a good thing. And then they're gonna the other guys from the other eight teams. They're gonna have to drop two people out of the three that they already chosen. So that's gonna be a help for us. I, I have an idea. I have an idea. Uh, I definitely would like to have like like a lefty on my team. Uh, that's one thing. And uh, try to have people that uh, uh, that I know that they are like uh, upcoming, uh, let's say that you know that they're going to actually, you, you want to have someone that you know that is a great one. Uh, I want to have someone that I know is upcoming and you know that it's going to explode sooner or later. 
that's that's what I have in mind right now. And, and then final question I have for you is when you're looking at the, the competition in the PBA and you're looking at the team atmosphere versus typically these guys are forced to compete against each other and there's definitely no helping each other out and no rooting for the other uh, person. How difficult do you think that is for some of these guys to then try and compete and come together when it's the only time throughout the year that they're competing as a team? I think, uh, I think uh, right now most of them they are used to it because a lot of people, a lot of those people have bowled for, for their own country uh, in teams. So I think it's going to be, it's easier for them. You know, like they represent their country in different tournaments, like world, world championships or Pan-American games and stuff like that. I think that they know how to how to work that way, you know, and and I've done it too. Uh, so I, I probably, they haven't done it. I, I know I can help in that way. And how they have to actually focus on the game instead of thinking what the other person is doing and worrying about what he's doing because that would be my job. And uh, and the key is to be focusing on their own game, and, and that's it. And Blado Monticelli, I want to thank you for being here today. All the best of luck with everything. you got a lot on your plate. It sounds like you know, you're know you staying in good shape for a good reason because there's so much stuff you got going. If, if you weren't in good shape, you, you wouldn't be able to handle it all. So uh, another <laughs> reason for you to stay in shape with everything you got on your plate. But thank you for joining us. It's been um, been long too long. Me and Steve have been doing these before we had you on a show. So thank you for joining us, for, for helping out with the college here. That gives us a, a reason to chat with you and get you on a show. But all the best of luck with everything you got going on. And, and uh, we certainly will be catching up with you again down the road. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Steve. Uh, it was great to talk to you guys, and uh, I'd love to you know, be on your show again, too.